What's poppin' everybody? Welcome back to a girl and her mother-in-law. Hello everyone. Happy, Happy fucking, fucking Monday. Monday. I was hoping it was Monday. I thought, what if I'm wrong? No, it's Monday. It's fucking Monday, everybody. Ready for a new week? <sighs> Woo! Alyssa and I are officially dumbasses because... Oh, fuck. Yeah, I forgot about that. Saturday, boys and girls. The one that you listened to right before you got here. Guess what, y'all? That was number 200. That was number 200. 200. Not that it's like a major, major big deal, but it is pretty cool. Are you kidding me? 200 is amazing. 200 episodes. Holy fuck, that is a lot of episodes. It's amazing. Whoever thunk it. Whoever thunk it. Whoever thunk it. So thanks for here. sticking around for 200 episodes, you yeah. guys. Wow. That's a lot of episodes. That's a lot of hearing me in your ear and hearing her in your I ear. I know, right? That's a lot of ear. I'm play. saying, like, thanks for sticking around. around. <laughs> thanks for sticking we around. in your ear. That's a lot of hours of hearing us ramble. We don't have anything special planned because we don't know what the fuck do you do when it's just audio. To, like, I know. It's like, what do you yeah, do? Just, I feel like you guys would just enjoy a normal episode, you know? Yeah. Of our random shenanigans. Yeah. We also just did a Saturday Shenanigans episode that we just recorded, the last episode you listened to. Fucking crazy. We did your biggest fears, mm. and one of them was the the Kraken. The Kraken. Which is like a giant octopus, and I'm so invested now, I think I'm going to watch documentaries. I know, we're trying to get ready to start this, and she's like, sorry, I'm just so invested right now. I am, because the thought, because, okay, so I looked it up, and like obviously the Kraken is like a mythological, I don't know, like they say that they saw it back in the day, maybe? I'm, yeah. I don't haven't looked that much it's into like, it yet. Yeah. So... But I'm like, wait, but octopuses can be really fucking big. And I looked up and the biggest giant octopus was 30 feet from one leg to the next, like span. Yeah. That's, That's incredible. fucking massive. 30 feet. How long is a school bus? A school bus is 35 feet. Okay. That's huge. That's ginormous. Dude, an octopus that big? Ginormous. That's fucking crazy. Ooh. Anyways. All right, so not a fear, but blue. Right? You know? Yeah. I mean, if you saw that shit crawling towards you on the street, you'd be like, what the fuck is that monster? Mm-hmm. True. True beans. Mm-hmm. I believe it. Damn. What? You said you have an update for me? Oh, some I, updates. Some. Okay, mm. what? Okay, I started physical therapy yesterday. Yay. Woohoo. Completely different because I've probably gone through about. Close to probably 30 weeks of physical therapy before, but that was right after I had my surgery. So it was kind of like basic things and like simple stretches and a lot of like resistance bands and just stretching my legs. This place has like, I don't know, just yesterday alone, this girl challenged me and I was so excited because I just see myself. And I, I understand, like before it was like healing, I just had surgery getting me back to basics and now it's like strengthening but holy shit like she challenged me love it she's an older woman she knows her shit though and it was just like and it's right here like the other place is so far and I said you know what it's it's giving me purpose I'm gonna go three times a week and I just feel like that's awesome three times a week yeah and I just really really feel like um I'm gonna see big difference big change yeah you know like I told her what my goals were And, you know, she's like, it's a shame that you had the surgery and still have pain. I'm like, no, no. Like, it's nowhere near where it was. Right. And the pain is something like I'm not not going to physical therapy to get relief from pain. I'm going to physical therapy to... Work through the pain. To not even that so much, though. It's just to be able to learn how to get my balance back. 
Yeah, like function you know, through it. Learn how yeah. to, um, like, just the simple things. Like, I was watching this young boy. He was 14, she said. Um, do, like, lunges, like, walking lunges with the dumb, uh, with the kettlebells. Yeah. I'm like, to be able to do that again? Yeah. You know, like, I can't even do a lunge without my cane because I will literally... Top fall over. over yeah. yeah. So it's like just to get another enough strength and balance to be able to do a lunge or, yeah. you know, and I said that that's my biggest thing to be able to, I think long distance, I'll always walk with a cane. And she said, if my numbness persists, then yes. Um, but just the strength. Like if I bend down to get something up, I have to like crawl over to use something to get up, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. So. I told her what my goals are, and I really think she's going to help me achieve them. Oh, so she so. understood, and she's like, I got you, boo. Yeah, and just oh, doing good. some of the things, just it was like, I've never done this. Yeah. But it was nice. It was really, really nice. Good, so. and three times a week, that's like a yeah. little like fun thing for you to go do for yourself. Yeah, that's what I said. It's like almost like a purpose, and then I'll benefit from it and stuff like that. Yes. So I'm, I was surprised that's that amazing. they gave me another group of physical therapies. That's um, amazing. But I'm happy. Uh, other thing is— Tell me. We started Big Sky. <gasps> really? Yeah. Tell and me. let me tell you something. We fucking watched all of them, and I'm no! so mad. In one day? Son of a bitch. No, it took us like two or three days. Okay. Because there's only five episodes. But it took us like two or three days, but I'm pissed off. No, and wait. this is why I hate watching fucking shows. Yeah, but it comes back the 26th. In like 10 days. Yeah, it comes back the 26th. It doesn't? No. I'm saying I oh. gotta wait until the twenty sixth to find out. No. Dude. So I already said I can't watch it for a while. You're gonna wait. I have to wait. You because- don't wanna watch the premiere with me and Zane? Wait, so that was the end of the season? There was only what five cl- episodes. What a cliffhanger, right? I don't know if they just paused the season or oh, if they're doing Oh, I thought season. we were caught up and now I would have to wait until Tuesday for like I you know what I'm no, saying? No, we've been waiting like a month, I think. Oh. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah, so I was completely disappointed that... All right. Wow, only five fucking episodes in a I season? I know. Well, they're long, too. They were like, what, 45 minutes each? I guess. If you guys haven't watched the show, it's about a kidnapping, which you guys know I'm fascinated by because I'm terrified of it. I don't understand, though. Like, well, no, I do. Uh, so yeah. tell me, what'd you think? Uh, I, 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 I was scooped up right in there, like, within... Yeah, within like the probably the second episode, I was like into it. Who'd you watch it with? Uh, Zane and uh, no, not Zane. Hello, Ever and Aaliyah. Oh, Aaliyah likes it too. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's so good. I'm pissed off that they leave you like that. It was a really big cliffhanger. I know. Every episode was, and I was like, all right, I one know. more. I, know. I have to find out what happens, and that's why you go through five episodes in three days. You think the it's first just, episode was a little cheese. It was a little cheese, I but know. I think it kind of set the. I'm glad the I stuck with story. It. Mm-hmm. Um, How creepy is that one main character with his mom? Oh, freaks me the fuck out. Like freaks me the fuck scary. out. Ever since he, they introduced his character, I was like. Oh, yes, the same thing. Pedophile like oh, vibes. Oh, oh, yeah, guys. If you haven't, go watch it. Yeah. Um, and that one young girl, she's a strong ass bitch. What a strong she bitch! Is. Yeah, she is. And tell me, oh, okay, we'll talk about it after. <laughs> uh, yeah, really good. Uh, so good. Also, have to say that I got in this show. Um, I love cars. I love car racing. I love all that. Ever came home and he's like. Oh, Jerry, I started a show last night, like, because I went to bed. He was like, I think you'd really be into it. And we've watched car shows, like, um, 
whatever they are all called, like racing ones where they'll take like street hot rods against like street cars versus like um, exotics. And it's all fun and I enjoy watching them, but it's nothing that I'm like, oh, I can't wait for the next episode. This one, it's called, I think it's called Hyper Hyperdrive. And it's literally a cross between American Ninja Warrior and driving a car. Like, what they make these cars do is fucking amazing. And I love it. Love it. And you made churros? And we made churros. Yeah. They were good. They were delish. Um, We talked about that on the podcast, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I I told Alyssa because she didn't have her, like, um, a piping bag. So she used the Ziploc without the tip. And then she asked me. She put a tip over here. And she's like, is this your tip? I said, I don't think so. I have those tips upstairs. I also have commercial size. Mm-hmm. Which is like bigger. I use the commercial size and just getting the piping, the, the dough out of the piping bag out of that tip was so hard. Like me and Aaliyah like, were like, space. Eh. Really? So I think next time I'll just use like a, a piping bag without a tip and just, um, you know, have it not decorated or something because. Did it give it a good shape? Yeah, but they were, they were small even though. Well, it's supposed to be 10 a, mini ones. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, I winded up with about 16. But oh I was short. No, no, no. I was shorter because oh. I was trying to squeeze it out. So instead of being like five inches long, they were probably like that big. Uh, so, okay. you know, I mean, if I did 10 that way, I probably would have got the right amount. Right, but right, right. I think I would have preferred them a little thicker. So I think mm. squeezing them out and having less. I did five giant ones with all that done. And I think I would have rathered that. Oh. Because I think you would have had more texture, more of this softness on the inside, where ours were thinner, so they were very crunchy on the outside. Still soft on the inside, but there wasn't a lot of inside because they were so thin. Interesting. Yeah, so I think I'll definitely do it at the tip next time. Okay, so do it with a Ziploc, just cut a little bit off, and then just make five big ones. And I I want to see, um, I didn't go back to look, but I want to see if she recommended what size tip or anything. I mean, I know it said, like, it said star tip or something, but I... Like I said, I have work. commercial size. Like I have my piping bag is probably eighteen inches big. Holy shit! It's like a big, like that wide. Yeah. My my tip is probably that big, this thick. Huh. And to try to get it out of there with the little star tip, it didn't work. Interesting. Now, they looked perfect. They right. looked like super mini churros. Like right. they had the nice grooves on them. Yeah. But I think I would have liked it. You thicker. prefer the taste to be better. Yeah. Yeah. I get thicker. It. Yeah. A little girth, you know? A little, little girth A little there. girth. I can show you my video. that I have, I vlogged it. So I'll show you me making them. I'll show you what they looked like okay. after. Um, what else? Is that all your um, updates? Yeah, I think so. I have a funny story yesterday. So Zane and I were just having like a relaxing day. Zane hurt his hand. So he was like, I can't make music. I can't play video games. Sit on the couch. I was like, okay. And so we were relaxing on the couch. I was editing my video. And we had went out earlier in the day, got some errands done. So we're just relaxing, right? With our candle on. The cats are watching their birds on the TV. And I'm like, ooh, we should make that rum chata drink that I made like a few weeks ago. I don't know if I told you about it. Mm. It's delicious. Like rum chata, almond milk, some chocolate syrup. It's like an adult chocolate milk. Mm -hmm. It's delicious. And so he's like, ooh, that sounds really good. And then he went and he made them. And I was like, oh, this is so nice. Get a drink, sit on the couch. So he makes it in my little mini mason jar that I always drink out of. 
And he brings it to me fine. He walks into the living room, brings it to me. All of a sudden, I'm editing on my computer now. So I'm holding the drink right above my computer, like near my lap. All of a sudden, I feel like I'm starting to get like cold and wet. I'm like, what the fuck? I look down and I kid you not, the mason jar had a hole in it. Literally this big. At the bottom of it, it was gushing like a waterfall. Like it literally was like, like half the glass was gone by the time I even like, it was so fast. And I was like, help, Zane, Zane, help. Because it got on my, 11-11, make a wish. It got on my laptop. It was all over my sweatshirt, all over my brand new expensive blanket that I just bought. It was on the pillow. It was on our couch cushions. It was everywhere and it was adult chocolate milk so it was sticky it smelled like alcohol and I was so pissed because I was so comfy I had the candle going my blanket my laptop and I took a video I'm going to show you we took a video of like water going through it so you could see how fast it was gushing out it was so fast and I don't know how it happened bring it over to the fine and then it leaks here's what I think happened I think that maybe there was a small crack in it already. He made the drink, whatever. And then I think when he brought it to me, I took the metal straw and I didn't do it hard. I lightly stirred it quick. And it must have like pushed, maybe there was a crack and it like made it worse somehow. That's the only thing I could picture because oh, I was so comfy, ready for my drink. I didn't even have a drink after it because I was like, that was just a sign that I shouldn't have the drink right now for some reason. I was so upset. That's the shit in life that just pisses me off. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's like fucking one thing, then it's another thing. Uh-huh. And I had saw a TikTok and I told Zane about it. I showed it to him of the girl that's like, you know, you get mad at something and it's like, fuck, well, it already happened. And then as it was, I was like, fuck my new blanket. Da, da, da. He's like, well, it already fucking happened. I'm like, you're right. It already fucking happened. <laughs> what are we going to do now? We're going to clean it off, I guess. Look at this. Wait, put my brightness up. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This was coming out onto my lap. (gasps) Like, pour, like pouring, <laughs> pouring. Oh my goodness! Massive hole. Look at it. Oh, how the fuck? I my. was like, this. Zane was so confused. I'm like, I'm so confused. How did that just happen? It was just like the weirdest shit that's ever happened to me. It was really funny, but also really sad. So I wanted to share that story. <laughs> I'm sorry that you didn't get your rum chata. <laughs> it's fine, I guess. That I was sucks. like, oh, Zane's making me a drink. I'm cozy on the couch. No. Fucking well, waterfall. My shirt was soaked. The blanket was soaked. But it happens already, right? But it already fucking yeah. happened. Everything was sticky. Now, I tried to clean the cushions. I think I'm going to have to take the covers off because now it's like hard and crunchy on there. Like it didn't clean right. It's fucked up. Whatever. What are you going to do? Just whatever, dude. It already happened. It already happened. fucking happened. <laughs> Anything else? Anything else? No, I don't think so. All right. Well, welcome to our 201. Uh-huh. 201th. How do you say that? First. 201st. <laughs> I'm thinking one. 201th episode. <laughs> one. <laughs> 201st episode. Woo! Oh, 
gosh. What are we going to do for our two-year anniversary? That's that's something that we should. But, like, what do you do with audio? I don't know. We can maybe do, like, an appreciation episode or sex. Alyssa's always with the damn fucking sexist girl. <laughs> Although, I feel like so are you guys. So are you guys. I just feel like, yeah, people want the juice, you know? The juiciness. Huh. You know what? How about we ask you guys, what do you want us to do for our two-year? Yes, please tell us. Send in, send in some ideas. Send in your what ideas. You think. I said ideas, I wasn't Alyssa. making fun of you. I was saying ideas. <laughs> um, yeah, send us in some ideas of what you think we should do for our two-year anniversary. Aww. <laughs> what kind of episode would you like to hear us ramble about? From the day of my accident until today is just a huge, gigantic blur. Blur. Because there's no rhyme or reason. Mm-hmm. That's what even something simple like getting out and going to scheduled physical therapy three times a week. Feels good. You know, it's substance. Yeah. And without having that substance, it's a blur. I don't know. Was yeah. it yesterday? Was it five weeks ago? Totally. I have no idea. I mean, when And we, I think also the pandemic, right? Right. I was going to say, when we put it into perspective that we literally stuck on our schedule for the whole year of 2020 like that's crazy to me because i feel like it was such a whirlwind it was whirlwind but it also went so fast it did but like it did we we recorded through all of it remember we were like coronavirus is getting real yeah oh my god two-week lockdown yeah okay uh my physical therapist yesterday told me she got the um vaccine Uh uh-huh so it's like and and she's like well i had a sore arm for a day or two she goes and I had a toothache. Okay. A toothache. Interesting. Like, that's so interesting. And she's like, yep, my arm and my tooth, same side. Mm. And she's like, it was like two days and then I'm completely fine. No maybe fever, like no aches, no pain. Connect. She's like, yeah, it must have been something. Like I'm thinking like, maybe, yeah. But a toothache? Interesting. <laughs> I got a message from like a doctor's office that said we're distributing to 65 and older. That's exciting. It is. Inject me, bitch. <laughs> Get this shit over with. I'm done. Stick it's, it in um, me. I don't care. Yeah. Have you seen the things that are like, if you went to X, Y, and Z, then don't worry about what's in the vaccine. <laughs> it's like, if you've, uh, I don't know, like say like walk the streets of New York City, Times Square, like during if the holidays. If you've been in the subway of New York City, you're yeah. good. You're good. Yeah, I promise. Don't, don't fucking worry about what's in the vaccine. It's so fucking funny. Oh my uh, God. I, man. We just well, need to get better. That's going to be a crazy next week. And I don't even want to say like, as a whole, like the world. Yeah. So, it, you know, like as a whole, it's like we always think like New York or Long Island or whatever. And it's like, no, this is the entire world. Seriously. And it's just like, I just want to get better. I want everybody Except- to get better. And yeah. Except New Zealand and like Australia are fucking chilling. Australia. Oh, no, it's not Australia. I think Australia is like out and about now. They're good. Is that crazy? There was just a discussion in the group again. Um, Oh, the UK, they're on lockdown again. Oh, really? So, yeah. And, like, listen, I mean, this isn't what this is for here, but I I just want to say how fucking annoyed I am because in the beginning it was like, okay, well, if your school district has a, um, if the town that you live in has a percentage testing rate of 3% or higher, Mm -hmm. they have to start testing kids a certain amount of, 20% 20% of teachers and staff have to be tested if you want the schools to remain open. If you don't have enough kids volunteering, then the schools have to close. 
We're at like an eleven percent positivity right now. Right now, no testing's been done. There's no talk about closing these schools. Eleven percent positivity rate. Think of that. Mm. So think of it. That's like one out of every ten kids in my daughter's school is testing positive right now. More than well, you can't say one like out one, of ten. Yeah, yeah. Hello. Wow. We get. I get every day. We used to get robocalls. Yeah. Please check the website, and you yeah. knew just by the tone of the voice that it was that. For the COVID, or you knew this one was for the lunch. So it was just like, okay, yeah, another one, another yeah, yeah. one, another one. And now it's like, they don't even send voicemails anymore. They don't, it's just every day I gotta go look myself. But yesterday, on the email? Yeah, like on the website. Yesterday, six, seven, six, seven. Yesterday, seven more positives. Kids? Uh, six kids, one teacher. Like, so what now, like, everybody that's in the classroom with them has to quarantine or what? Yeah. But, like, are they? And then what they what happens? Then you have to stay out of school for a certain amount of days. Then you go back. Then it's another group of kids. And then it's just like, why don't you just close it down? Let everybody go virtual again for a I'm little sure amount of time. It's just so, it's, but the point is, is that it was like, oh, if you reach 3%, this is going to happen. If you reach 4%, that's going to happen. If you reach 5%. It's not happening. Th- it, I feel like every time we get to that they the, put it up. They change it. Right, right, right. And now it's like, well, now schools don't have to close. They're leaving it up to. So Governor Cuomo is leaving it up to the individual school district. You can really? stay open, oh. but you have to prove that you're testing certain amount of children and okay. teachers. There has not been any letters sent home. There's been no testing. There's uh-huh. been no communication as far as, hey, you know what? Even though we're at this rate, we're testing. There's no testing going on. Yeah. And it's just like. They're setting us up to fail, in my opinion. Why not just close the fucking schools? Have you gotten the thing saying, like, for Aaliyah to participate in testing? No. I mean, there was a thing sent home originally saying, if we were to ever get to the yellow, orange, or red zones, would you be willing to let your child get tested? Yeah. I'll have Aaliyah get tested on the outside. Yeah. I'm not, because, I mean, we found out afterwards, it's just like the rapid where it's just yeah. right in the front of your nose. Yeah. And they let the students do it themselves. Yeah. So it's a self-administered rapid test that the school is going to rely on, which is just— They do it in front of the nurse? I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But mm-hmm. it's still not being done. So my I point is, and unfortunately is with our school district, see, like, Aline has the ability, if she wants to send her daughter— she can. If she chooses to keep her home, she can. Right? We don't have that. Mm-hmm. For Aaliyah's age, for Aaliyah's school, there's no choice. Yeah. You know? Half in, half out. Half in, half out. That's it. Yeah. You know? And to me, you should give me an opportunity to say, you know what? I want my child to virtually learn. If, if you're doing, if half the kids are in school today, like Aaliyah's not in school today, but she's virtually in class, right? So if the teacher is doing holding virtual sessions on both sessions, why can't my daughter choose to stay home and just be virtual for the five days rather than the three out of school, two in school? Have you like tried? Yeah, you can't. You, you called can't. and stuff? Yeah. They will not. You said even like she's immunocompromised and stuff? They will not. I would have to get a doctor's appointment and they would have to have a whole like board of education like meeting and see and all this other stuff. And it's still not guaranteed. No, it's still not guaranteed. Mm. And then when 
when my when I saw the numbers creeping up and creeping up and creeping up, and I'm like, it's just a matter of time before we go virtual. And then it's like every other day, it's not six yeah. more kids, three more kids, two more teachers, and nothing is fucking changing. I think it will um, in just a few days. Well, I mean, they have the February break that comes up soon. So, oh, yeah. you know, I don't know if after that they will. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know. I mean, yeah, listen, hopefully with the vaccine coming out. I mean, who were the first, like, nurses, doctors, like, all essential like people? Like, frontline. And right. teachers? Now it's the teachers okay. and the elderly. Okay. Yeah, I have a lot of my friends who are teachers who are getting it. Okay, good. Um, hopefully that'll start kicking in. Yeah. But it's not like everybody's going to get the vaccine and then we're all, like, going to be able to just, like, return to normal life, no? Yeah, no. No. Because, A, there's going to be people that want... People that are going to choose not to get it. Yeah. Um, I did read something a few weeks ago that was, like, uh, 700 different doctors gave their opinions or, like, science-based, but, like, they were saying for... um, for it to eradicate, for it to kind of go away or get better so we can kind of go back to a normal sort of life, mm-hmm. they said that it would take, it would need at least 70% of the population to get vaccinated. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot. Not a lot. I bet no. less than 50% are going right. to do it. Correct. Wow. So I think I think the level of fear of of getting it will we'll go down. Go away. Yeah. Um, I think people. I know I'm going to still wear a mask probably forever. I mean, until forever. <laughs> yeah, just forever. Um, until I feel like I'm. I don't need um, my governor or my state or my president to tell me whether or not to wear a mask. I'm going to wear a mask because I choose to because I feel like it's protecting me. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, but I don't see it being like a cure all anytime soon. No. I think it'll definitely get better. Anyways. Yeah, so enough of that. I mean, we don't... I know. I've, I know. People come here to escape, but also this is what's fucking going on in the world right now, and I like to talk about real shit, so... That's what this podcast is for. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I'm saying I mean, no. we don't need to dwell on it, but definitely no. speak about the stuff. But, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm just hopeful that... They w- say that... We as a whole world mm-hmm. will just be improving. I know? saw that that... What's that famous doctor... Fauci? Yeah, he said that by fall this year, we should be a little bit back to normal. Listen, I'm all for it. Uh, me too. <laughs> Who wouldn't it. be? I'm you fucking know. over this shit. I was trying to like, um, for my break next week, we wanted to just go to like a little Airbnb thing, but we were like, what if there's a lockdown? So we're just going to stay in New York and just go to like a private Airbnb so that, God forbid, if anything happens, we can just stay in the Airbnb. Mm-hmm. It's not like a hotel or anything that could possibly get shut down again. Um, but... Yeah, I know. It's just like the unknown of like what is happening. Yeah. So I'm so over it. Like I want to go to Broadway shows. I want to travel. I want to eat yummy food and like not have to worry about it. Like explore new things. Like I just miss it all. So do I. Not that I did a lot, but the possibility of doing I know when you know? it's taken away from you, it's like yeah. you feel trapped. Yeah, it's like when I moved out of New York for those six months that I didn't live in New York, it was like, I've never visited the Empire State Building. I know. I never saw the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. So it's like when we're here, we don't. But then when you can't, you're like, damn, I, I want know. to. I know. Um, which, by the way, now I visited both, just, <laughs> just in case. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's going to be a whole new world by the time this is said and done. I think I, know. I think um 
I'm hopeful. Absolutely. Yeah. But like, yeah, we so, wanted to like maybe go to the Poconos or something. It's like, what if there's a lockdown and then we have to like quarantine when we get back from Pennsylvania or something? It's like, we don't want to go through all that. Mm-hmm. I hate not being able to do what I want. Shit's annoying. It is. But we're, just think. I know. I'd, I'd we're, rather we're, be safe now so that we can live the rest of our life fine. Yep. Yep. So we're just going to go to a, probably like a discreet Airbnb by ourselves and that's it. That's you it. mean you guys don't want to take me to? You want to come? <laughs> um, yeah. But that's it, you know. I know, I feel like that was kind of depressing. Ah, uh, sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. Like, oh, two hundred. Let's talk about depressing <sighs> shit. No, I, it's no, not we're depressing. Gonna the, we're going to get the vaccine. We're, things are looking up. The weather's going to start getting warmer. Correct. It's going to be great. Correct, Amundo. We're going to start getting back to the good things. At least I'm not turning 21. I'd be pissed. <laughs> Salia, sweet 16. Yeah. She's fucking so depressed. Not, well, she's not so depressed. That's May? Yeah. We, we might yeah. be pretty okay by May. January, February, March, April, May. That's like five months away. Yeah. Let's be hopeful. Oh, I am hopeful. Okay. I'm hopeful. It'll be fine. And she doesn't even want a big what to do anyway. Yeah. You know? I'm sure it'll be allowed, like, backyard things. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. She, so, wanted, she wants to take a few friends and get a limo and go into the city. That's what uh, she wants to do. Yeah. You know, if Broadway was open to back up. Mm-hmm. Oh, I fucking miss if, um Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to have to sit my ass home because my birthday is next month. So, <laughs> But I'm turning 23, so it's not like a crazy, crazy birthday that I'm missing. But yeah, I'd be pissed. We 16 or 21. Yeah. 21 because like you want to go out partying and drinking and bar hopping. You just can't. Excuse me. Do you need to take a nap? Oh my god. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> read some emails? Sure thing, Buttercup. Okay. We're going to read some <laughs> advice emails and give you guys our really professional advice. Yeah. Am I going first? Sure thing. Okay. Hey, you wonderful ladies. Uh, first of all, thank you, Alyssa and Jerry. You make my day. This podcast and Alyssa's videos bring me joy and inspire me. Oh, my goodness. Oh, thanks. You are both my best friends that I hang out with every other day. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, let's get started. A little bit of backstory. Me and this girl met at work, and we worked in the clothing department at Target. Everyone on our team is close and supportive of each other. We would all hang out outside of work, and like a retail job, you get to know others outside of our department. Her and I would hang out outside of work regularly, and she would tell me everything that was going on in her life. I would try to give her advice, give her my opinion, and tell her anything about myself. Fast forward to a couple of weeks ago, she told me she tried Molly. I told her to be safe, just to be careful, and explained a little bit of my opinion on it. Since then, she has been hanging out with a group of about six people who do hard drugs. Mm. She has been hanging out with this group every day, drinking and doing drugs. This, the last time I worked with her was, um, sorry, she was on her fourth day of partying with that group, and she was telling me how she was tired, doesn't feel good. I told her to go home and get some sleep and relax. You're just tired. She snapped at me and told me that she was fine and all she needed is to drink. About two weeks ago, she just quit Target without telling me or or. Without telling me, one of our other co-workers told me. Two weeks ago, um, I and, a, and four other of my co-workers did a Friendsgiving. We all met at a restaurant, and she went for a little bit. Since we both had the same energy, I knew the girl 
I befriended was gone because that day our, oh, the girl that I was friends with was gone because that day our energy level just didn't match at all. Then about four days after the Friendsgiving event, another coworker informed me that she started doing cocaine with them. On Thanksgiving, she was with her druggy group and posted all about it on her social media. On the 29th, on her Snapchat stories, all she posted about was the snap memories of her druggy group, and there was not any pictures of my coworkers and I. I just feel so regretful about this whole situation with her because I feel like I did not help her or try to stop her, or maybe I was not there for her. I've contacted her, and she tells me that she's good, but I don't believe her since they're this... There's this guy in her group that has COVID. How can I still be there for her without becoming like her mom and having her snap at me? I want to be there for her because this group is not good for the long run. This group does not encourage her to go to school or anything. Since she started hanging out with them, she hasn't paid attention to her classes and she is not going to enroll next semester. I've cried about this whole situation because she's so young and we had so many amazing uh, connections We had such an amazing connection where I could be myself around her. Her and I had the same energy level, which is rare to find since we both have loud personalities. I do not want to just sit around and watch her. What? And watch what happened. What do I do for her? Thank you for reading my email. Sorry this is long. I hope everything makes sense. And she attached pictures. Okay, love you. Bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, my God. Okay. So, um, I love you, too. (laughs) Mama Jerry's coming in. um, My advice to you is you can have a conversation with her. Try to have a conversation with her. Tell her that you're generally concerned about her welfare and X, Y, and Z. However... You're going to need to cut the cord and just let her do it. And I'll tell you why. Really? Yeah, because I did that for a friend of mine. I tried rescuing her. I took her and her family in. I did everything for her, and she was doing it right under my nose. And then she started stealing money, and it just got worse and worse. And it did nothing but bring me down Mm. and destroy me because I was so invested in helping her. And you're not responsible for that. Right. So, of course, like, I, I brought her in. I moved her up here from Florida, moved her in here, and tried to make her get clean, get help. I would bring her every day. I would drive her probably about 20 minutes to go get, uh, I think it's called methadone, which is actually when you start coming off of these hard drugs. Uh-huh. It's so I feel that like you I've don't, heard this before. Um, I think That's, I may have even familiar. said it on here. Yeah. Um, and she... Absolutely destroyed so many people's lives. Mm. And she was my absolute best friend for like a gazillion years. Mm. And I look back and I miss her, but I don't miss any of that toxicity that came along with her, Mm -hmm. you know? And I miss that family because I was raised, so to speak, with that family. All her her and her sisters were like my sisters. I was Uh always considered the fifth daughter. Uh Um, So, yeah, I miss it more than anything. But you know what? 
I was losing myself. Yeah. It was being done. I found a little baggie of cocaine floating in my toilet bowl. Yes, I on Thanksgiving Day. Yeah. And I just that was like Thanksgiving the straw. Her too. That was the straw that broke the back for me. I was like, this is my children that she is now doing this around. You know, they could see I mean they were younger, thank God. But I didn't want that environment for my children. Mm-hmm. And it took me a while to get her out at the after that point. And it broke my heart. Yeah. Because I didn't want to see her hurt. I didn't want to see her go down that path. But it was a path that she chose. Yeah. So my advice to you is speak. Have a heart-to-heart. Open up. Pour your guts to her. If she takes your advice, that's great and wonderful. But if not, you definitely have to sever that. Because it's going to do nothing but destroy you. you. You're already saying you feel this way. You feel that way. You feel terrible on this. It's... It's her that's doing it. Yeah, you're not responsible. You know, you're not responsible. And other than voicing your concern and voicing the need, the want to help her, if she doesn't accept it, there's nothing really more you can do. Mm-hmm. Other than maybe you said she's young. I don't know. You got you didn't put an age in here. Maybe if you know her family, which might seem like a sneaky shit to do, but if you're generally concerned of her welfare, I would maybe contact the right. family. They you look know, like they're about. 19 or 20 yeah. in the photos. I mean, if you know her family, maybe contact and just say you're concerned, you mm-hmm. know? Do you know where your friend is now? Have you, like— Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. you do? Yeah. She's better? I think she is. Maybe. Maybe, yeah. You have her on, like, Facebook or something? Yeah. Wow. And every once in a blue moon, I'll see her post something, and but it never elaborates, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. So I don't know how she truly is. Mm. I know she was homeless for a while. Wow. Yeah. Oh, it's so sad. It was so sad. But again, it was her. You tried. It was her path that she chose to walk down. Yeah. Everybody, her parents, me, friends, everybody had tried tried. to help her all these years. Uh And I also understand the addiction aspect of it. And I understand that's an illness. But when people try to help you, if you really want the help, you're going to take it. Right. And after trying and trying and trying. So that's my point with you. You can only, what's that expression? You can lead a horse to water, but you can't force it to drink. Yep. So you can lead her. You can try. You can have that conversation. But if she doesn't want the help, she's not going to, it's going to go in one ear and out the other with her mm-hmm. you know and it sounds like you really care and so i think it'll make you feel good to say that you tried yeah so i i i think that's great advice i think you would i would try do what you can do and if she doesn't want to drink the water then you tried yeah and she has and then to you, learn on her own yeah and then you you know just pray for her wish her yeah. well you know you don't don't wish ill or anything but um yeah. you know I, I tell you, this girl's on my mind constantly. Really? Con- yeah. I always think of her. Because we had that, you know? But um, That's so sad. Yeah. Wow. I wish there was no such thing as, like, drug abuse. I know. You it's know? so fucking horrible. Yeah. Like, it's I just so seen horrible. so many relationships that just get so ruined by it. Ugh. You know? And, you know, it, it, yeah, it's just so sad. I couldn't even imagine. I could not even imagine doing hard drugs like that. I just would never. Yeah, no. That I mean, thank me God. The, that would freak thank me the God. fuck out. I know, seriously. Whew, can you uh, let us know? I know. I hope let that us know she, if you had this conversation, how things are. I hope she's well. I hope you know? she hears you out. Yeah. She's hanging out with a crowd that she thinks is like fun and exciting, but in reality, she's like hurting herself. Mm-hmm. That's so sad. It is. Wow, today's episode and, is fucking uh, sad. And let me tell you something. We know all too 
all too unfortunately familiar just within our school district. I mean, how many kids that Alyssa has went to school with or even oh, like a multiple. couple of years? Multiple people. That multiple were, that people. I was like acquaintances with in school. Yeah, I was going to say not close friends, not close but you're friends, acquaintances, but acquaintances with people that drug, drug overdoses and died. Mm-hmm. And it's like you're, a few. you're 22 years old right now. And I know a few people. And that to me is just like, wow. Yep. And and you wonder what happens, like what it's you just hang out with the wrong crowd. You go down the wrong path. It's like, and now your whole it, life is just gone. I know, you know? but and I the feel pain like that you caused by leaving this earth so quick. You know, like I the know. parents and oh, I know. I feel like I think about it, and it's like if if that was happening to me, and like you and Zane sat me down, and you were like, "You're destroying your life. Like you need to fucking stop." Like I'd be like, "Holy shit!" I I think you're right, mm-hmm. but I guess in their mind, it's like they're doing the right thing for some reason. That's what I'm saying. I do like, know it's. I don't know because if you guys gave me a reality check, you'd be like, "You need to fucking stop." I'd be like, "Holy shit!" Like these are people I love and look up to. Like, okay, I need to stop. And you know what? Unfortunately, like your age right now, I know like local areas over here through through. I'm just. A, I know of situations where people will try to put their friend. Lover, husband, oh, no, not husband, but somebody into a rehab of some sorts of local, you know, yeah. in the area. And because you're a fully functioning adult, you're you 22, you can check yourself right out. So there's only so much that people mm-hmm. can do, um, which is sad. And the, that's, I think, remember, we've had the conversation with, like, the, the father that would go out drunk driving. Yes. And it's like, you know what, call the cops. Yes. Because I think also, if there is a history of an arrest, it could be a court-mandated type of thing. Mm-hmm. But without that, then it's like, oh, they're going to go sign themselves in. They're going to promise to do this. And then after two days, be like, I'm good. I'm leaving. And then just fall right back into it. I mean, yeah, know? maybe if you know that where she is with these friends, be like, I know there's cocaine at this location. Yeah, something. I don't know. I mean, obviously, I mean, you need like warrants so, and stuff. So I don't know. That's really hard because, God forbid, she did something to herself, and you don't want to regret that you didn't try to help. So I would 100% try to help. But also, you can only do so much you can't and don't lose feel yourself. responsible. Yeah, yeah you can't yeah, exactly. lose yourself to it. <clears throat> but it seems like you care about this girl. So she's lucky to have you. Yeah. You know? That's so sad. This is a sad episode. Yeah, the next one's the even fucking sad octopus. Too. The fucking hmm. all right. Well, let me start the next one because the one's... show that's did not back. The churros sucked. <laughs> Everything sucked. My drink spilled. No, the churros were delicious. They fucking... were just a little on the little uh, side. They needed a little more girth for my liking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, okay, the next one's depressing too. My husband has cancer. Oh great! What the fuck? What's poppin', listen, Jerry? I hope you both are doing well and staying safe. I don't want to be sad. I'm obsessed with your she with you care. both and your podcast together. It seriously helped me get through some really tough times. I laugh, I cry, I get heated and with y'all every Monday, Thursday, and Saturday. Bless you both. Oh, thank you. She gets heated, too. I'm a terrible writer, but I need advice, so please be patient with me. This is going to be long. <clears throat> if you guys read it on the podcast, maybe Alyssa should read it. Love you, though, Jerry. <laughs> Girl, guess what I'm doing? I'm taking—I'm going to try to take it. It's a big font. 
So to start, yeah, thank you. <laughs> so to start off, I think I need to give you a bit of a backstory. My best friend, now husband, was my next door neighbor growing up. We are both 22 as of 2020. We have been officially living, we have been together officially since 2017, and we recently got married in August. I'll attach pictures of them because I'm honestly <gasps> obsessed with these photos. Wait, these are fucking stunning. Wait. Holy shit, you can't see them? Oh. Wait, where is she? Is this like a like a desert? Oh, wow. It looks wow. like they're standing on water. Doesn't it? That's absolutely beautiful. I agree. Your photos are stunning. You're beautiful. Oh. You guys are such a cute couple. Why does it got to be sad? I'm really sad today and I don't like it. I want to have a happy day. Now you're going to cry, and then it's all going to be sad. Bitch, I've been crying. (laughs) Okay, let me get back to her story. He and I went through all sorts of awkward stages of childhood, teen years together. It's It's some of the most cherished memories I have with him to date. We actually dated in, like, fifth grade, you know, as kids do. He was my first kiss in junior high, and the first and only person I've been intimate with. I just knew I was going to marry him. It was pretty um, complicated before this email is already getting long, so let me know if you care to know that ish. Of course we want to know everything. The fall before we graduated high school back in 2016, my husband was diagnosed with a rare bone cancer. It only affects about 1,000 people a year. The chance of him being cured in 2016 was hopeful. They did the first three routine chemotherapy and radiation treatments from 2016 to 2019. All of them held off the cancer at bay, but it's always come back. Which brings us to current time. I can do this. I absolutely can do this. Now we have nothing left but to do clinical trials, which are, well, trials. Trials, sorry. We don't know if they will work yet. That's the point. And radiation therapy, which you can only get so much of before they can't give it to you anymore. Risk outweighs the benefits at this point, which means hospice and supportive care for pain. I'm petrified. I'm going to watch my husband die and whittle whittle away right in front of me. I've never had a good family life and I really and I won't really have them to fall back on, nor do I have any friends. Like, seriously, none. But I only blame myself. I'm homebody and not up for much. Maybe that's depression. I don't know. The point. I'm scared and I don't know what to do or how I'm going to heal or cope. He's literally the most perfect angel and nobody has ever loved me the way he loves me. He makes me feel safe and he makes me feel like no matter what happens in life, I can do it as long as he's there with me. He's not anywhere near death right now, but I can't um, help but overthink and think about my future without him. Breaks my heart to think of having to bury him, and I don't know if I'll be strong enough to keep going. When I say he's my best friend, I mean we're like two nuts in a sack. (laughs) Thank you for the little break. We're always together, and we have been for the past three years. I've never gotten... 
I never get sick of him or want to be with anyone else. Advice from me or just comforting words? I don't know. It's comforting to just type this out and have somebody maybe read it and see me. Girl, come on. <laughs> this is so fucking sad. Whew. I don't know. I would definitely... Um, Ooh, this is really hard because, I mean, you're face-to-face with this. I couldn't even get through the email, so. And I can't even say I know what you're going through because I don't. But I feel your pain. And um, the only thing I can say is cherish every moment and don't spend time worrying about the what-ifs. I would just spend the time right now doing what you can do. Make the memories, you know, make the best of what you have when you have it. And, um, memories, because the memories you will absolutely have for the rest of your life. He might not be here with you, and maybe these clinical trials, maybe there'll be a miracle come out of them, and maybe he'll be able to be cured and live a happy, long life with you, happy, Mm -hmm. healthy, long life with you. But um, I definitely would see the reality of it is live like tomorrow's his last day. Exactly. But the reality is so fucking hard to hear. Like, I wouldn't want to hear that. No, but. And I think that's why I had a hard time, really hard time with this, because I've experienced horrible loss. Right. And then reading it, thinking, God forbid, ever was to get sick, and then... I know, it makes you be like, holy shit, I have so much to be grateful for. Like, the inevitable, right? It's like, you want to be able to um, just literally cherish every moment. And it's hard, because your mind is is going there, but you have to try to keep your mind on the present. Like, today, the moment, in the moment, live in the moment, would be my advice to you. And it's so hard to do though when something like this is going oh. on. Like I wouldn't be able to. So I don't blame her for the way that she feels. You know, like oh, I would feel the same fucking way. And that's what I'm saying. Like I don't. I don't think no matter what anybody said to me, to be honest, I would always just overthink it all the time. You know what I mean? Like that's so fucking hard. Like this is like one of the hardest things that anybody could go through. It's so, like, you can hear it a million times, like, oh, just live life to the fullest, like, live every day. But it's like, you're always going to fucking think about it, you know? Like, But you don't so want to waste. I know, but how do you not? little time. How do you not? I don't not, know. Not waste time. I guess if you, if you, yeah, live every day, like, it's his last, you know, like, hopefully you'll, it'll, maybe that, maybe if you start doing that, if you're, you said you're a homebody and maybe you guys need to start, like. Fucking COVID. I know. Fucking but COVID. Maybe but. if you guys start like experiencing together and, and maybe Make if a you feel list like of things to do together. Yeah, if you feel like you're like living life to the fullest with him, it might start to make you feel better. Yeah. I take it back. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like occupy your time with like yeah. the positives and make the memories. Because then you'll be focused on that. And then Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, but like when I lost my mother, never in a million years did I think I would ever be able to recover from it. And it still haunts me to this day. Well, it'll always hurt, but, but it'll just get easier. Y- you have to truly believe that you're dealt with what you can deal with. 
You know, right, like you right. have the strength. Mm-hmm. You've been by his side for the last three years dealing with this. You've mm-hmm. watched him. You've you've been his. You Ball were put in, in his. <laughs> you've been put in his Aww. life for a reason. For that reason, yeah. And if it's only temporary. I mean, we're hoping not. Maybe there will be something clinical that works wonders. Mm. Um, no matter how much you stress or worry or cry or panic, the outcome's going to be the same. Right. That's not going to change anything. Right. So that's the point. Just but will change. What will change is, is your mindset. Your about mindset it. about it. Your attitude about it. How you handle the situations that come your way, and how you turn the negative into a positive. That's what will change the outcome for you. Because that that will leave your mind in a different place. Yeah. No matter what happens. Not stressing or worrying or being sad or, you know. And don't such, put off anything. So don't procrastinate. Like, Just, you know. It's an easy concept, but it's so hard to articulate when it's your own life. You know. It's like, oh, if you just don't worry. Like, it no, doesn't matter. Not, just but, don't worry. Yeah, no. Because there's Fuck. always worry, you know. But just yeah. if you, um, I don't know, make a list of, like, bucket list yeah. items. You know, um, that book, the couple book. What, oh what yeah, the, the adventure, that, book? the adventure couple book. Maybe do something like that. That'll give you things to actually do to make more memories together. Yeah, definitely. You know, I think um, that will change your mindset. Yeah, because it'll be like, wow, I'm so proud of like how I'm handling this situation. Like, it'll make start to make you feel a little better. I feel like, I mean, at least talking about it right now, I feel a little hope for you. Yeah, and. If you view it as he would, you were put in his life. That's another thing. It should be your honor. Like, yeah, like you were put there for a reason. You were put mm-hmm. in his life for a reason to make, however many days, years, whatever he has left. You were put there to make it the best. Yeah, you know. So take it on like a job. Do your best job. Yeah, that's your of duty. Making however long. Hopefully, many, 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 many years. Mm-hmm. Make them the best, you know? Absolutely. We love you. Wow. We're your friend, and we'll pray for you. Absolutely. Wow. I hope this next please. one's uplifting, Liz. God, please. I'm going to title this podcast. This episode is really sad. Because it just is. It's not our 200th. The last one was our 200th. So, <laughs> technically, it's fine. Okay. You know what, too? Let me just say something yeah. also. Like, of course, we don't like talking about sad things. I don't because I was ready to have a happy day and now I'm sad. But the reality is, is life is this way. And, you know, I'm sure we just made her day. And if yeah. we, you know, if we could brighten somebody's dark days, I think that's an amazing thing. You know? That is true. Okay. So hopefully this one, though, will be a little more lighthearted. This is relationship advice. What's poppin', beautifuls? Yo, what's up, girl? I want to start off by saying thank you for having such an honest, relatable, fun, and exciting podcast. Oh, yeah. That's definitely what we're doing this episode. (laughs) So fun and exciting. Uh, You two have officially taken over all my music playlists I used to make for when I run. Now I put on an episode and I run outside. And I find myself laughing constantly. Everyone must think I'm crazy. But seriously, you're both extremely wonderful people and have me laughing all the time. Now she's on a run like this. (laughs) (laughs) 
I can't tell if Jerry's laughing or crying more. <laughs> I think both. All right. Now onto my stories. What I need advice on. I'm 26. I live in Toronto, Canada. Hello from up here. Well, hello. It's been a long relationship. Sorry if this is long. I've known my boyfriend since 20, 2009. I almost said 2019. Definitely not. 2009. We talked for two years before we started dating in March of 2011. We went to different schools and we met through a mutual friend. When I finally brought my boyfriend over to my house when we were officially together, turns out my mom grew up and currently works with his dad. I was mortified as a shy 16-year-old. Even more strange, our grandparents hunted together when they first moved to Canada from Italy. My boyfriend's uncle did renovations on my house, Mm -hmm. and my cousin played hockey. And his cousin played hockey with me. Small world, I know, especially since we lived about 20 minutes away from each other and met through a mutual friend. That's so weird. Whoa, talk about fate. Mm-hmm. Fast forward through our relationship. We have grown up together, been through a lot, traveled to many places, and been there for each other through everything. We literally do almost everything together. Although we don't have our place yet, we have been, quote, living with each other for almost three years now. Basically staying at my parents' house together for a few days and then his parents for a few days back and forth. We get along really well. We have a strong relationship with each other. And he gets along with my family and I get along with his very well, too. Perfect. What's going to go wrong here? I know. It sounds amazing. What more can you ask for? My problem here now is that March 2021 will mark us being together for 10 years. And girl, I want a ring. Okay. I've expressed this to him the last few years that it would mean a lot to get engaged. And even if we don't get married right away, I just want a further commitment. When we first started dating, when we were 16, I said that I wanted to finish school before I thought about marriage. Well, that came and went. I also said, as a joke, that I had a 10-year rule. After 10 years, if he didn't get engaged, I moved on. Well... Doesn't he bring that up as his defense? I have 10 years, don't I? Mm. He says that he wants to be with me forever. He wants to marry me and all of that. But what is taking so long? I told him earlier this year that I'm moving to that 10-year deadline up to the end of 2020, and he said, that's fair, and I shouldn't talk about it anymore as I would ruin the surprise when it happens since he doesn't like lying or bending the truth to me. It's now December 4th as I'm writing this email, and I honestly don't think that he bought a ring yet. We're in our second lockdown here, so to get a ring might be a little difficult. But should that be my fault? We did open up as a city at the end of summer until November. Help. Do I stick to my guns and give him to the end of the year and walk away? I've attached some pictures of my boo and I. Uh, no. Wait, don't walk away. Hold no. on. Hold the horse's girlfriend. We're getting a little crazy here. You're going to leave your love of your life of 10 years just because he didn't give you a ring. Hold on. We need to address some things. Is it sad that you said you really want to get engaged and he hasn't done it yet? Sure. Should you leave him for it? <laughs> I definitely would not. No. No, please and don't. Unless you've fallen say, out of love because of this. Wait, let's just say this was written, written a month ago. Mm-hmm. And maybe something has changed. I'm going to go ahead. Lissa's going to give you advice. I'm going to go peep in our group and see if you're in there. And if maybe you got the engagement that oh, you've been talking you about. So? I don't know. I mean, we're December 4th was a month ago. I so. mean, to me, it makes sense that he's like, stop talking about it because I don't want you to ruin the surprise because I don't want to lie to you. I think it's coming soon if Jerry doesn't find it right now. I think that he's going to propose soon. I mean, you attach pictures. You look like the sweetest little couple ever. He looks like a nice guy. I mean, please don't leave him, though. I mean, I'd be sad for him. And everybody has their own opinion on engagements and weddings and all that, right? Like, people tell Zane and I all the time. I mean, we can dive into this, I guess. But people are always like, where's the ring? When's he going to propose? Like hello and it's like 
everybody has their own timeline. Like, we're not going to get married for a long time. Like, shit, some people just don't even ever want to get married. It's not in their plans, you know? She's engaged. She's not in our group. How are you not in our group? (laughs) I'm I'm a little disappointed, sweetheart. You need to go join our group. I need to know now. I mean, unless she's in there under another... Wait, I'm going to go look a different way right now. Oh, my God. Um... Point being is everybody's got their own timeline. Some people don't even care to get married. Um, personally, for Zane and I, we would prefer to purchase a house and save for that instead of spending money on a wedding, a one-night party. We don't want to spend thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars for a one-night party right now. We have other goals in mind first, and that's okay. Everybody has their own path. Like um, To me, like a, a piece of paper and a ring, sure, it feels nice, and it's like, ooh, nice and giddy, but like, does it really change your commitment if you're are committed to each other and going to be together for the rest of your life. Not really. I'm depressed. Why? She's not Can't in there. Can't find her. Oh. Well, send us an update if you yeah, got please. engaged or not. Okay, um, so yeah, exactly everything Alyssa I, just said. I hate the pressure of that. Mm-hmm. Like, because I'm not even pressuring Zane. Now you guys are in my comments. I mean, it doesn't happen that often. People have kind of stopped now at this point. But it's like... If I, like, post a vlog and they're like, oh, I thought this was going to be a proposal. Or it's like, people are like, imagine he proposes on Christmas. It's like, we're not there yet. Like, we have other goals. Mm-hmm. Like, we're on the same page. I'm not, like, wanting a ring. Like, it's okay. Like, we're just not there in life right now. Let and, me, like, that's fine. Let me just say something, which I think was really important, what you just said. You and Zane have different goals. You guys are on the same page. Yeah. I think if he did not propose to you as of right now, because we are reading this a month later— um, maybe have a conversation and talk about like what your goals are and maybe timelines. Not necessarily engagement, but is it more important to you guys? Like, listen, saying maybe have a house first, or maybe he wants to finish school. Like, we don't know. Maybe there's things mm-hmm. on his plate that in his mind he wants to get finished first. Yeah. So maybe have a conversation if it hasn't happened already. I um, don't think it's a commitment issue because you guys have been together for 10 years. He fucking loves you. He been does. For 10 years. And your family loves him. His yeah. family loves you. Basically I live think, together. Yeah. Uh, I agree with, I mean, a ring is a symbolism of love. It doesn't, it doesn't mean shit. Married people get divorced all the time. It doesn't lock your relationship forever and ever. It's just, if anything, it just makes it harder to leave each other. It's just a a symbol, right? Mm -hmm. But your love is there for him and his love is there for you. So I understand you wanting the ring, but to walk away from a relationship, I don't think you should do. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah, some people see it as different levels of commitment. Maybe she sees it as if I don't get a ring, then he doesn't love me. Maybe that's just how she thinks of it, you know? Like, everybody's got their own thing. Like, for Zane and I, it's like, it doesn't really mean much. I mean, it, like I said, it'll be nice, right. sure. Of course. But, like, does it change our commitment for each other? Right. No. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. I don't know. Uh-huh. It's like when you go to the family barbecue and they're like, so when's the wedding? So when's the baby? And it's like, not on your terms. <laughs> it's on ours. Yeah, exactly. And we don't have to tell you when we're going to do it either, you know? Yeah, I agree. I it's like uh-huh. societal standards and pressures nowadays are, like, so annoying you know mm-hmm. I don't know I guess I don't know That's I want I want an update I want to know why you're not in our group or is she under there is she in there under an alias because I looked I like purposely like googled just the word <laughs> engagement engaged engagement nothing came up with a similar type name so mm-hmm. I don't know girl maybe she's just not in the group yeah, yeah. she's like wow. um Facebook no um, all right. So bottom line, don't leave him. Have a conversation with him if he hasn't yet. That's our, adv- uh, our opinion, of course. 
Right. I guess like if you, if he's like, I'm not proposing for another five years and you're like, all right, then that's a breaking point for me and a boundary, then you'll have to leave, I guess. But that sounds so sad. That makes me sad. Yeah. And you said we don't have our own place yet. So it seems like you guys want a place like, like Jerry said, maybe he just has other goals first. That's probably, not, in my opinion, what it is. Not everybody is like dating, marriage, babies, get a house, do this. Like all in the same fucking timeline. Yeah. You know, weird is different. Mm-hmm. So funny. I was getting my nails on the other day too. And I don't know how we got on the topic, but she said, I said something. Oh, cause my mom gets her nails on there too. And she's like, yeah, your mom said she wants grandkids and I'm like yeah I know she does it all the time she's gonna have to wait a few years she's like get married first right and I'm like however it happens Mm -hmm. but everybody's thing is like you get married married. do this then you have kids and and it's like no what's good for you is how you do it yeah Yeah. and like personally I want to have a nice wedding and like I'm willing to wait where we can like afford that and like right now I don't want to spend however much money on a fucking one night party Mm -hmm. I want to one day but not right now. Mm-hmm. I, want, I want a house. Maybe kids first. Like, who knows? Yeah. It doesn't matter. It literally doesn't matter. It literally doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, everybody. Well, you guys. <laughs> Great. We're bound to have one of these once in a while. <laughs> At least we well, ended. We can't just go across deleting the ones that we feel are sad. No. That's what I'm saying. They we're need bound our to- advice. As I said, we're bound to have one of these once in a while. But we do want you guys to send in some sex, funny, embarrassing <laughs> the kind next, of stories. The next episode, we'll pick it up. We promise. Um, okay, well, thank you for listening. <laughs> I feel so... I'm sorry, you guys. <laughs> I just really was so sad. Um, if you want to come back Monday, Thursday, Saturday, you already know the drill. Send us an email like we read today, podcast at gmail.com. Like Jerry said, we want it all. All the advice, relationships, sex, embarrassing, confessions. We haven't done confessions in a while. We want all your deep, dark, dirty secrets. Dirty dogs, you. We won't creep on you. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. (laughs) Uh, If you want to shop our merch, that's teespring.com slash Agamil. If you want to follow us on Instagram, at Agamil. We post cute little graphics, previews of the episodes on our Instagram stories. You can keep up and be part of Saturday shenanigans. All right? All right. (gasps) Okay, love you. Bye.